Welcome back into the Horseshoe Lounge. We are at Roosters. It is a fun, casual joint, and this is a fun, casual conversation with Justin Zwick, Bobby Carpenter, Bill Landis, and I am Austin Ward. You like the Pro Bowl, Bob? <laughs> like this weekend felt the, the calm before the Super Bowl. Starts. I enjoy like it's the worst, and then Pebble Beach has the final round canceled. Yes. Eight, by, like, well, by the way, what does golfer's safety mean when it's windy? Well, uh, they, no, all right the, they also there's had torrential, torrential down. <laughs> so, what does that matter? Can you not hit a golf ball in the rain? No, you can't. It's hard to hold on to the club. Squeeze it. Grip no, up. No. All right, big no, dog. That's, that's, bad. that's a bad swing thought, Bob. It's you got to swing well, easy, you know what? easy grip. It's like, Justin, you throwing a football in the elements? Yeah. I mean, listen. Yeah, you have to do it. That's part of it. I lost my bet with Beam Adula Don because I had the over, I had the score being, I think, minus 12. He had it like minus 16, and they all got freaking bailed out before they had to come back to the pack a little bit. You know, let's go out there in some 30-mile hour. Yeah, I see know what's going to happen. Bogey's all over the place. Snowmen, <laughs> throw up some of those guys. Losing ball, balls getting buried in the mm, ground. Okay. That's what I wanted to see. Well, you can't play when the ball's buried in the ground. Yeah, you can't. No. Play the ball as it lies. Play it as it lies. No. Play By the way, RIP, let's, let's start out where we properly should. Okay. To the passing of an icon, both on the field, on the course, Ooh. On set, mm. 76 years old, passing in his sleep, Mr. Carl Weathers. You got a little rue going. I mean, and my goodness, <laughs> Apollo Creed. From Apollo Creed to Chubbs Peterson. I don't know if you can have. Yeah. He's like the Meryl Streep of our time. <laughs> I mean, his range was phenomenal. We played some montages of that uh, on, my, on the juice. It was amazing. Like, going back, you know, his last talk with Rocky when he's talking, you know, about the war, the Warriors as good as dead. Gives his speech there, his speech in Rocky Three, getting him going. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. And then going from that to Chubbs Peterson. Come on, man. Turn that off. You're making me sick. It's weird that they were still airing the Gronk commercials with him this weekend. Why? So, like, but why, dude? It's, it's, I mean, it's, I guess it's a proper tribute. It, listen, it is. He's amazing. But it really, you know. Give that crap up and you know, play some golf. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but I'm a hockey player. Really? What team do you play for? Easy. <laughs> You just do uh, that Happy Gilmore the whole show. Jay-Z's probably even actually seen that. I can movie. have it. Yeah, I'm in on that one. Yeah, <laughs> there's no doubt he's seen. You've seen Rockies, correct? Oh, gosh, yeah. Okay, I was yeah, just yeah, checking. I've seen the Rockies. Yeah, fair enough. So, like, Carl Weathers is right oh, in your yeah. wheelhouse. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I, know. I know about For him. a guy who's seen limited movies, Carl yeah, Weathers. I'm, I'm picturing them jumping up and down in the water, yeah, just hugging each other, and just a couple yeah, dudes getting after it. Absolutely. Right there on the beach, but RIP. I mean, played for the Raiders, you know, in a, a vast career. Stallone had an unbelievable tribute to him. He's like, without... Carl Weathers, without Apollo, there is no Rocky. Yeah. I mean, it, you'd have to argue. I mean, he was he was so dynamic in that role, did such a great job, very believable. And he was a great athlete, you know, on top of all. Played in the NFL. In the amazing college at? Uh, he went somewhere, and then San Diego State, I think, is where he finished up. Okay. It's amazing. And Happy Gilmore. So you like an athletic guy. Did you play football? He's like, my mom wouldn't let me play. She's afraid I'd get hurt. You know, then the irony is he lost his hand. chopped off by a gator. Oh, good they call let, on that one. They, exactly. <laughs> they wouldn't let me play. Why? Because you're black? Hell no. Damn alligator. Cut <laughs> my hand off. Cut me down in my prime. I got something from him. I got one of those bastards' eyes. <laughs> I mean, I, like, watching Bob, him. Did you do this whole movie? I know. Is that, did I've you watched, just watch this yesterday, too? I watched Happy Gilmore a lot. But I did, well, I was digging up clips to play on our radio show, and I'm like, it was it was like I had never seen it before. Him tapping the, as he pulls out the glass bottle with the eyeball in it and taps it with his wood hand, hand, which is obviously, like, a half a foot longer than his other arm, which is probably by design, too, like, 
They don't even make it try to look like it's fake. Yeah. It's it's so much longer. It's Bill, so good. He was awesome. Gosh, I love Carl Weathers. Bill, if you had to do one movie from memory, what would it be for you? Because clearly we've got one of Bob's options right here. Oh, man. I could pick a lot. Uh... I could definitely do. I think I could do Billy Madison. Although yeah. I haven't, I haven't. Oh no, shampoo is better. <laughs> yeah, I watched that with my wife, and I, it was a lot dumber than I remembered yeah. it being. Oh, I could definitely. I could do Remember the Titans. Yeah, Remember yeah. the Titans. Titans really remember good. The okay. Titans. Wow. Yeah. All right, that's got to be up there. I, I know Jay Z can't do any nope. movie, so I'm not even going to ask. No, nope. I know bits and pieces, but yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be able. And then to I watched start to finish Tropic Thunder twice yesterday. So why? Why? Just because there was nothing good to watch. So here's the thing: I watched. That's part of it. You yeah, talk about no football. I watched Oppenheimer on Saturday night. Real pick me up there, mm. and I wanted to go see the end. Have you watched Oppenheimer? I have not seen it, but I, I know oh, what happens. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> that's, but that's not the, that's not like the bomb is not really the story of the movie. The story of the movie is his life, and I wanted to go back because I was trying to remember the exact phrasing of him and Einstein's conversation when they actually show it to you at the end. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I was drinking a lot while I was watching it. You know, I mean, I felt like it was appropriate uh, for that point in time. Uh, so I just wanted to go back to get the exact phrasing of it correctly. And then when I, I bought it, it was, you know, $5.99 or rented it. So I thought I could maybe go back and watch it again the next day. I could not, unfortunately, even though they give you 48 hours to finish it. Why can't I watch it one more time? And so I was in prime and I'm looking, I was like, Oh my gosh, Tropic Thunder. And so like, you know what? Why not? I started watching it. And I watched about the, it's only an hour, like 35 minutes, super quick. I watched like the first hour and then I had to go coach my son's basketball game. So it got my mind right, you know, <laughs> right there being ready to go. And then I came back and finished it. And my oldest son, who's 14, I was like, you know what? It's about, about time. You're, about, you're probably old enough. Your mom's <laughs> you're not you're there. Old enough, Your son. mom wasn't there to watch, <laughs> yell at me. So we watched, we watched Oppenheimer together too, by the way. I had to fast forward some of that, but uh, <laughs> watched the second half of Tropic Thunder. He's like, this is great. And I'm like, you know what? Let's. You need to get the first half of it. So we started watching the first half. Courtney and my youngest son came home, tried to get him out of there. He probably saw more of it than he should have, but it was great. I mean, there, there's a lot of subject matter in there. You've got obviously Robert Downey sure Jr. Is. Robert Downey Jr. playing a dude. <laughs> Disguise as another dude. <laughs> Disguise as another dude. I mean, there's a, some iconic lines. You've got Jack Black's character. He's just oh, a, crack, a crackhead sucking the blood out of a bat because <laughs> he's doing through withdrawal. There's just a lot of different things. I mean, the movie trailers at the beginning was probably the most uncomfortable part. Satan's Alley. As yeah. I'm watching now, my son, I'm like, okay. He's like, is this a real movie? I'm like, it is not, uh, thankfully. But you can imagine what it would be. <laughs> but it was great. So that's what you have to do when there's no football on. I know. It, I was hoping, like, cool, this would be a nice, quiet weekend. And then in Boston College is like, hey, maybe we're just going to steal Ohio State's yeah. offensive coordinator. What like, is how, up? How fun would that be? To really shake things up. Oh, gosh. I, I mean, <sighs> I don't want to like, think about it. We're, here's the thing. I, I was talking to Joshua Perry this. He goes, well, at least the other half of the fan base will be happy now. <laughs> I'm like, it's true. I mean, and he'll laugh about it because it was kind of a pull. It shouldn't have been a polarizing hire. And I feel like it was a, probably a vocal minority about it. But I don't, yeah. I don't, I haven't felt like it was that polarizing. There was a, I'm not. Po- there's a vocal minority who are like, why wow, this guy's not any good. I'm like, this guy checks every box that you could want mm-hmm. for this position. Um, by the way, he brought a quarterback with him, you know, at, at the end as well. So I, I hope that he doesn't leave. I just, cause I, frankly, I think he's a good coach. I think he will help Ryan and checks every box. Plus now you're getting to the point where you're a little over a month away from spring ball and you're trying to start building what you want to do. You don't want to have to pivot off of that and say, okay, now we're reopening the coaching search. 
you know, who are you looking at? You know, Jason Candle. I mean, do you go back to the Chip Kelly well since he's not a candidate any lo- no longer in um, Washington? Okay. But he's not unemployed. Yeah, he's still at UCLA, right? I, I just can't. I can't get there. That well, he's looked. He's, he's I know talked he's looked, about two other jobs. I, well, other I, thought, jobs. I, thought, I just saw one today. Oakland was. Well, it was Oakland, then it was Washington, then it was Washington, they hired Cliff, yeah. Well, what's he going to do in Oakland? There's not a team there. I think he can. Oh, well, fair. Yeah, Vegas. Sorry. Whatever. I mean, I hope it doesn't get to that point that we have to talk about that because Ohio State having to restart a coaching search and an offensive coordinator after investing so much in Bill O'Brien and to be into February would be. Does he get like a, let me ask you this. If you're here for a week, do you get like a prorated week's portion (laughs) of your paycheck? Thanks. Two not weeks, sh- like you put your two weeks notice in, and, and <clears throat> probably. But it's also you're here for two weeks, but you got to pay the full buyout. You probably, <laughs> probably, yeah. Is there buyouts for assistance? Yeah, they're they're small. I, th- I was looking earlier today actually because someone asked us about, about it, and I think like Brian Hartline's, which is probably about as big as it's going to get for an assistant coach, is like thirty percent of his total contract. Okay, yeah. So it would be yeah. I guess you'd be net loss on that, yeah. but yeah. but it's it also takes generally. A couple months before they finish up all that paperwork, like mm. they do those memorandums of understanding in the meantime, and then they work through all that other stuff. Like it may not even be done for Bill O'Brien at this point. He's collecting a check. <laughs> the but, paint's not dry, but yet. he may not have signed a deal for the buyout. I don't. We don't have uh, the co- contract to that copy of that contract at this point. But it just doesn't. Boston College doesn't make sense outside of the family connections for him. What what percentage would you say that he would get that job? He would be offered it and then accepted. On Friday night, there were three separate independent sources. Were like, he's not just a candidate; he's the candidate. And I thought that sounds like it's eighty five percent going to yeah. happen. Uh, but uh, but Boston College, to my understanding, continued to interview other candidates, including uh, a current head coach um, elsewhere. That makes me think it's not. Better than 50-50 or worse than 50-50, depending on your perspective. It's certainly an option. for It can happen for Ohio State. Is it going to happen? I don't know. I really don't. It Flip a coin. Okay. 50-50 then. Man. And that's not good. That's, that's not, not good. a situation no. that Ryan Day not, wants to be in. Would you say the longer that it goes, the better it is for Ohio State to retain well, I think the longer it goes, the more likely it is that Boston College is not sold on Bill O'Brien as their head. That's coach. what I was saying. Yeah. Like if the long, Ohio State, yeah. I was say if you get to probably Thursday, Friday this week, and he hasn't been announced as the head coach, because they probably know all of, they need to know about him by then, and it feels like you may be starting to explore some other avenues. Yeah, it, is, it would be wild for that to happen to Ryan Day, given the way that this offseason has gone so far, which is like. Positive news, positive news, positive news. Bill O'Brien's hiring, which again, I don't, Bill, I haven't seen like that much negative feedback. There's always going to be some. There's never going to be, I don't, I think, universal agreement on any hire, but I haven't felt like it. there's been a ton of negative feedback on it. I feel like the majority of the negativity around it came from like outside of Ohio State, like national media members, like kind of questioning it based off how his tenure in Alabama ended and then Alabama fans 
I think being pretty vocal about it too because they were unhappy with uh, you know a Heisman Trophy winner and scoring. They didn't run the ball forty enough. points a game. I know they didn't. They were, That's what people were telling me. They didn't run the ball yeah, enough. Like, yeah. but their quarterback won the Heisman Trophy. Right. Hmm. right. So you blaming his it, receivers getting hurt on Bill O'Brien? It's or? Bill O'Brien's fault they had no receivers. Okay. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. I I there was some like negativity on we did the live show when he got hired and like reading through the comments like not everyone was thrilled with it but I think that's also a product of his wasn't a name that was really out there like when, when stuff like this happens people kind of attach themselves to whoever their preferred candidate is and, and Bill O'Brien wasn't <laughs> available for them to, to like kind of wrap their arms around prior to him getting hired so I understand why that could be like a little bit of a letdown if you thought it was going to be Jason Candle or Liam Cohen or I don't know, Brian Johnson from mm-hmm. the Eagles like um but like, like, yeah, like, like Bob said, like he, he checks all the boxes. So I don't, I don't think like the overwhelming sentiment was negativity. Yeah, as in terms of it flipping, as Joshua Perry mentioned there, like it definitely is not close to fifty fifty in my mind. Like an even split. Like this is either going to be great or bad. I, I think people understand more than anything else. Ryan Day needed someone, wanted someone, and hired someone who could take the offense from him and call plays and run the whole show. And I don't know. How, how deep that list is of people that he would actually trust to do that, to be quite honest. And also someone you can kind of toss stuff off who has been a head coach, yeah. both in college and in the NFL. That's a big box of, of ask in a small, yeah, yeah, 100%. small probably feel, pool you, of candidates. You feel a little bit easier saying, yeah. all right, Bill, what have you know, in, in the past, your experiences, what have you done here? What, what happens? Or I, I think that's why he wanted to bring him in. And that was somebody who's been around. It's not just an up and comer. It's somebody who's been, proven he's put points on the board he's had good offenses he's been head coaches all different places in tough situations as well i mean penn state i don't think was a perfect you know situation going in there when when all that stuff was going on so you know he's he's been through it i i think would be a huge loss i mean of course it would be at this time you know just because the timing and who else is out there and who could we even bring in to try and fix something and put something together for spring ball but you know i was excited about i didn't know there was any i mean there's always sure the people who complain about other wasting food you know but there's always that the food waster. But you know, I, I didn't think. I, I thought it was. I thought it was a great hire. I thought it was a big hire, and I, I expected Ohio State fans to be happy about it. Jay Z, I know you're not wasting these fried mushrooms. <laughs> not wasting these fried mushrooms, boy. Come on, it's a appetizer. Thursday, get in here tomorrow. The best fried mushrooms in the city. I just coined that. I don't. I don't even know who else is in the running. <laughs> it doesn't matter because so they're not better than these. That's right. <laughs> also. Uh, if you want to get in some catering, mm. the big game is Sunday. Ooh, that's right. I think we have to call it that, right? Yeah. They, don't, they didn't pay us for the rights. That is correct. Yeah. The big game. The big. The NFL championship game. game. The NFL championship. <laughs> the NFL heavyweight championship <laughs> is for, the, for, the, for all the belts. For all the marbles. The undisputed championship. And if you want to get in 20% off on your catering order, just place it ahead of time. I don't even remember the exact. I think it was three. If, if you did it before three, pick it up if it's picked up by three. Yeah, I think it was eleven to three. They start doing that and twenty percent off. Yeah, 20% Go to the off. website roosterswing.com, and it will let you know all the information. But I'm pretty certain, like Justin said, eleven to three, twenty percent off your orders. Trying to help smooth some things over for the kitchen so they're not getting slammed. And by the way, the food that you don't you see here that we do not eat, we take home. And I reheat it. And I had some of the, some of it this weekend again. And it was a couple days, three, four, five days old. It's still fantastic. So you can pick it up on Friday. Boom. And reheat it on Sunday. I mean, yes. if you really want to get ahead of the game, that would, but you don't get your 20% off. Yeah, that would be a lot of planning in advance. <laughs> Bob, you usually get your catering order for Sunday, but you're 
you're going to be in Vegas, aren't you? No, not in Vegas. I'm okay. going to be in Oklahoma. Oh, they call that the Vegas, the Vegas, the Vegas, the Vegas, Vegas yeah. is the place. <laughs> the Vegas of the Southwest. Yeah, I'm going to be out there with Lieutenant Dan, Mr. Gary Sinise. Okay. Uh, and I'm not sure. I'll have to go look and see what bases or base we're going to. Uh, part of like a goodwill military tour going out there and doing some meet and greets. We did I did one last year in Hawaii. We did like some camps for right. uh, the base kids and did a Super Bowl watch, which is always fun. Like groups of young, you forget how young the military is. It really reminds you how old you are mm, well, yes. because <laughs> there's a flip side. One Wait, of the, you don't already <laughs> feel that when you're in the Woody? No, because those guys I see every day. And so like there's those, uh, and I do feel old, believe me, but I make fun of them now when they get injuries. I'm like, ha. Ah, that's that'll always be there. Yeah, you're gonna feel that one in another <laughs> go, twenty years. You ever met anybody who used to have a bad back and they look at me and like because they don't exist. <laughs> Once you get it, it's always there. Can't get. Uh, but you're sitting there. I'm talking like this guy's twenty years old. And, you know, it's like, like twenty three. Like yeah, you know, I might re up, do another four. I'm like you, know, you should maybe look at staying in, do twenty, get out. I was like, some of my friends are getting out. You know, they did twenty, they got out. Some of them went to you know, the academies, the 20 after that, and they're like, gosh, it just seems so old. I'm like, do I seem that old to you? Well, not really, but it's like if you're 18 when you get in, you're 38 when you get out. I mean, yeah, the last on 20 yet. years isn't that bad. No. I go, dude, I'm two years, three years past that pushing it now, mm-hmm. so you'll be fine. Go live your whole life after that. That's wild. Jay-Z, what do you do for the Super Bowl? I'm going to be in uh, I'm Vail. sorry, the big game. I'm going out to Vail. Okay. The big game morning. The Vegas of the Rockies. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I'll be out there. I'm going to watch the game and then – Shred the mountain of okay. a couple of days next week. No roosters. You and Sonny Bono. Yeah, no roosters, unfortunately. Yeah, I've That's been by those trees where Sonny went. Really? Oh, yeah. That's good. Well, I've like been a, in that area. Yeah, but do they, well, have they have a, pla- is there a, a face? Or, I think there's a little something. But it was old and, you know, oh, whatever. Gosh. But, yeah, I was in those trees. Is there a face print? Like in the, <laughs> Jesus. the it's tree just sings, I got you, babe. And then it did get him. Did it, let me ask you, do you think he do you think he hit the actual trunk and that was the like well, smash that I mean, killed him? Or do you think he actually was impaled by a branch? That's a good yeah, question. I'm not sure. I've run into a few trees before. I'm be I mean, I've had a couple concussions, but you know. Like in, if you would give me the option of just sudden impalement, like yeah. head or heart, I would probably take that over internal bleeding, yes. me laying there and chopping me the out. Snow, you know, and, yeah. Sure. yeah. yeah. Just be done with it. Well, they're both really appealing. Well, yeah, I mean, so hopefully none of that happens. If you're going to go. yeah, One might be an open-class casket, one could be closed. I mean, those are the questions you have to ask yourself. That's Jay-Z's putting in that bad golf swing thought. He's going to get on the slopes and be thinking about. I'm staying in the wide open runs here. He's going to hit the bunny slopes for this one. Bill, what what do you do for the Super Bowl? Big game. Just just watch it at home. We're we're strategizing now about flavors of wings we want Mm. to do because I think that's very important. Um, Haven't locked it in yet. And I always order, like, it's just me, my wife, and now my one-year-old child, so he doesn't eat anything, but I always order. He, like, he's not on the wings yet? He's not on the wings yet. Maybe maybe next year. He's three, on, three feet tall on, already. He is, three feet, he is three feet tall already. Uh, but I always order, like, we're, we're eating for is, 10 Can he walk people. yet? Not yet. So, so he's three feet long. He's three feet long. <laughs> yeah. So they, they measure you by length when you're still yeah. horizontal. Yeah. Well, so he's, he's grabbing doorknobs. I mean, he is, yeah, he's, it's insane how tall he is. Do you guys have well, a, not really. you guys I mean, have a, big dude. a crib topper for him yet? Not yet, no. You're going to want to get one of those. Yeah, yeah. I gave mine to Beamer. I would give it to you. Build a dome? Slot to slot him in there. Well, I'm, I'm just being that, real. You got to put that mattress all he, the way down and Then you climb. need the crib topper because eventually you'll hear one <laughs> like, ah, and it's like they would get out and just cruise around in the middle of the night. I'm like, it was for their own safety. <laughs> Who are you picking to win? Not the Chiefs. Yeah. I'm, sick, I'm, sick of, I'm sick of the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. Give me the Niners. All right. You got that. 
Like these guys are going to stick around for the rest of the show, so maybe they'll give a pick later on. Maybe we'll actually talk a little bit more about Ohio State football. Who knows? It's a quiet-ish period, knock on wood, for Ohio State as the offseason rolls along. We're going to be back here in the Horseshoe Lounge at Roosters right after this. Roosters has been so fortunate. We just want to be able to give some of that back to the community. They donate to organizations that are near and dear to their heart, and we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long time. They always go above and beyond to help support our foundation to further help veterans. It's just a wonderful feeling to know that Roosters supports the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters. Thank you, Roosters. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Welcome back into the Horseshoe Lounge. Berm is here. Hey, Hello, Berm. Everyone. Hello. Positive Berm. Yes. Back in town. Uh, Berm, what's your percentage that Bill O'Brien will be the head coach at Ohio State? Or be the assistant? Sorry. Didn't want to do the that. Offensive right. coordinator. Offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator. Yes. For, for when? This is when this the season starts. Wednesday. Oh, um, I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but I think 50% is pro- I think it's just a coin flip. I. I it okay, seems, well, that's seems, fine. Austin said 50% as well. It so seems like Boston College is was thinking, like, we got to hurry up and get this done. And then I think in the last couple of days, there's just been like, are we sure this is where we want to go? Because maybe there's a better options. Um, so I think that everyone's just doing their, their due diligence. I think for Ohio State, like, it would kind of suck to have to start this process again and yeah. because you don't have the luxury of time that you did when you started – uh, evaluating Bill O'Brien in the beginning of December and, and thinking about this um, because you're three weeks away from spring ball starting and you don't really have the opportunity to to look as closely as you did at, at everyone's stuff. So it's like an accelerated process, but uh, that's where Ryan Day gets paid a lot of money. So uh, I think that Ohio State believes he's closer to returning than anyone else does, you know, or sticking. I think from what we've gleaned, talking to people around Ohio State, they seem to think he's more likely to stay than anybody else who has a comment on this does. So say he were to leave, is there a, I mean, do you know of names or a list of, I mean, cause I can't imagine Bill is the only one they went after or at least explore. maybe the first one. Yeah. They explore, but they have other names that they, there were so many names that were talked about, but I don't know that any of them were real because yeah. I believe that Ryan day had Bill O'Brien penciled and circled yeah. from the, from the beginning. Okay. And, and that's what he was waiting for everything to happen until Bill O'Brien could be available. And so I think there was a lot of, potential backup plans and people that you look at and say, well, it just doesn't work out, but yeah. was it serious? I don't know. Gotcha. So we didn't bring anybody else in. And- well, <clears throat> there were conversations for sure with Jason Candle and that Jason Candle was very interested in that job. If Ohio State has to pursue option B, I think he would remain in the mix for that. He's also, by the way, in the mix with the Boston College job. So the, all these things are, are... Would it help if we soiled Bill O'Brien's reputation... Like if you were able to do something <laughs> to tie him in there, like I, mean, I don't think like I've necessary. heard, like there was some, there was something that a wanna... former, there was a former Ohio State assistant coach who was up for another job that they managed to tie into the Sandusker situation at Penn State. Could you somehow Ooh. try to link him in to say that he tried to keep this the situation going there, despite the fact that he came in to replace Joe? Pa? I think if he does, I'm not sure that you want to retain him if if if. If the Ohio no, State, simply not that not not that no, it's we're true. We're just making it up. Just fabricate things. <laughs> we're just fabricating. Again, I don't it's think that's necessary. Fabrications. Uh, this is to me. It's a very simple decision for Bill O'Brien. He's got a, a son that needs a, a lot of this. medical attention, and it, it's close to home. And if it, if that's what it comes down to, I don't think anyone should be able to look at this and be like, 
damn you, Bill O'Brien. Like, I think it makes sense. Well, I get it. I, I'm not, yes. So, well, so it's a big that. decision, but, it, you know, he also probably, as a head coach, wants to win, and you're not going to do that at Boston College. So, really? Uh, you know, he's bet. Halfway went six and six. Three out they of threw him a parade. His career. <laughs> they put up a banner. They oh, undefeated yeah. against COVID. Yeah, his career is going to be better served by spending a year at Ohio State and showing people what he can do in this sort of system with these kind of athletes, and then finding a head coaching job as a as an offshoot of that. In my opinion, you go to Boston College and you finish three straight years of four and eight or five and seven. Or hey, th- maybe seven and five. This year they're looking at like two and ten. Like it's going to be bad. Like, I, I don't know that that's what you want to launch yourself into the next uh, elevation of, of being a head coach. Now, the question is, does he care about that or is it about the personal opportunities to be close to home and make, you know, t- probably 2x what Ohio State's going to pay you? And, and you have to pay probably 2x. Ex- it's not what Jeff Halfley was getting. I mean, he well, Jeff Halfley was a first-time head coach. It's a guy who's a former, you know, big but head it's coach not, of the year. And but it's not like Boston College suddenly stumbled over into a new pile of money. It's not hard to find new money. Missouri got a guy donating. Missouri's in the SEC, bro. It's Missouri. I mean, that, means more. That Ozark money coming in thick. Ozark. <laughs> That's they are drawing from a different <laughs> pool of resources than Boston College. Maybe. Period. Probably. And Bob, maybe, Rob, to your point, maybe Bob Kraft steps up to the game, the plate. Hey, doubt. guy who just let him go. <laughs> yeah, but you know what. We just really want you to stay in Boston. Not working for no, us. No, 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 please, not for the Patriots. But please stay around here. We don't want you working in our organization, but we do think you're good for the area, just not us. If the Ohio State fan base, to your point, if they want to, if they pull a Tennessee Shiano and the Buckeye faithful start going full Tennessee, I'm out of here. I can't do that again. Well, it's really one guy and like some of his well cronies. Cronies getting it done. That situation is just bizarre in hindsight. Especially for what they wound up replacing. Rick yes, Giano that with. that yeah. is the the irony is, is they the got thing. they got Jeremy Pruitt, which ended up being awesome. awful. <laughs> yes. you, you know, get what you get. Right? It's almost like making decisions <laughs> for your program based on fans and boosters is a bad idea. We will get as our works, works deserve. deserve. There you go. <laughs> and they got it. Jim Tressel told us that, and that is the truth. From what happened on Sunday for Ohio State. Uh, another five-star cornerback. Another one? Uh, that's two, two in a month. Are we worried about somebody, Tim Walton? Are we checking on him? Are we worried about him leaving? You know what? So his, the, I, 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 saw him, I, saw some, I saw some freestyle rap game out there. Are we worried about him signing People, with Death Row Records? This is the, he likes a spoken word. This is the conversation that I can't fathom from Ohio State fans, and this is where... Berm gets yelled at by people on the internet because I'm mean to Buckeye fans. Just because someone's doing something well doesn't mean they're automatically looking to leave. You know? Like, maybe Tim Walton's career is best suited for this job he's in currently now. Right? Maybe Private Santiago was an early riser. Maybe he didn't have many friends. Maybe he doesn't want... I, I just. I understand everyone Everyone has different career aspirations, but, like, I don't know. How old is Tim Walton? He's in his late if, 50s, if right? Yeah, I mean, he played here in the early 90s. So he's in his late 50s. The guy's not, like... Uh, I don't think he's jonesing to get yeah, out of here. I, this is, Ryan is a good dude to work for. Yeah. You know, like, that's... Yeah. A, you have to look at this holistically. He played at Ohio State. He coached in the NFL for a long time. He gets to come here and select the, the players that he wants. It's based on how good you are. Now, granted, there's an NIL component, but in the NFL, 
hey, you know what? I'd like another corner. Well, great. We're going right. to use our first three picks on these guys mm-hmm. this year because we need someone else. Mm-hmm. So you make him better. Right. But it does, you know, I'm sure Tim Walton may be able to walk into an office in the next six months and say, I would like a touch more money, please. No. Uh, money, please. And that, that certainly is a realistic conversation. But Shake the money. And tree. also, you can do that at Ohio yeah. State now where – retains the coaches it wants because the checkbook is more open than it has ever been in the history of yeah. the program. I, I saw those tweets on Sunday from people like, oh, Walton's not going to be here long. Like, I, I, I can't. That sort of thing is what ends up hurting a recruiting class because parents and recruits and other coaches around the country are like, did you see that? Tim Walton's going to leave. And like, it's the only... Jeremy Birmingham said Tim Walton will be... Right. He's not long for this job. It, it's it's just a weird reaction. Like, why, why not just be like, holy crap, I can't believe he just landed another... Fu-, instead of going, well, he's gone. Well, like, like and I don't, just, like, I don't understand the impulse for that in this specific I heard case Kirby either. Smart's coming to get him. That's probably... He needs another defensive <laughs> back coach. He's only got he's, six. He's going to keep collecting them all. Like, what's, what's the move? Like, Tim Walton has made it... Has coached in the NFL, as Bob said. Are people talking about him? Oh, he's a great recruiter we need to bring him in as a defensive coordinator well that's what you would have to do because he's already making well into the six figures and if ohio state has to pay him seven to stay to keep the best if that's what he's become the best best in america and the best position coach to lead that group then you pay him accordingly it doesn't mean that you're going to lose him because who else is going to pay him that amount of money and even if they can See, Why does that go, mean that Tim Walton wants to leave? And that's the argument. I, I don't think there's another job in college that Tim Walton's going to leave here for. If he wants to leave for the NFL, okay, that's a conversation. That's a different conversation. But also, like I said, he's been there. He's done it. He's in a situation here. You live in, and you're living in Columbus, Ohio, and this is a place where he played. Like there's a comfortability here. You're not living in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. It's a, it's a nice place. I think he enjoys it. Um, and it's there is the uh, the element of Coaching at your alma mater, like there's something different about that than anywhere else. So and you're on a run right now, so it's like, well, yeah, and you have great players somewhere. These kids are coming because of the program, because of me. So Naeem offered is the kid's name is from from he's from Birmingham, Alabama. uh, Which so happens when Saban leaves. The last time Ohio State signed a player from Alabama was 1981. So to to. For this to forty three years ago, for this to stick all the way through December is going to be a challenge because that's the way it is in recruiting anybody from out of the state. But um, it's another six foot one and a half, six foot two corner can play safety, can play uh, any of the corner spots. Like a play. Jordan Hancock type, he, player? he's that type. Of, I, I would say that's a good comp for him. He's, he's I've never even seen him he, play. He's not like <laughs> he's see you can do it. He's yeah. not like the blistering fast guy that you think about when you're talking about an outside corner, a guy who's a top five player nationally. Um, but the combination of him and Devin Sanchez, the other five-star corner. Dirty Devin. Like those two together as a pretty dynamic pair. Uh, Ohio State did sign the number one and number two ranked corners in the country in the class of 2017 with Jeff Okuda and Sean Wade. So it's not like it's never been done before. Um, But, uh, you know, the next year, Kerry Combs left and went to be, you know, coach in the NFL. And then something happened to the recruiting and the success of that position group. Yeah, it got worse. It did fall off a little bit, but Tim Walton's but been back. in the NFL. Tim Walton has spent 15 years in the NFL. They yeah. know who he is. He knows, you know, what that's about. I think that you find a guy like Walton sometimes that, like, the opportunity to really do in that that close, you know, that small group cohesion or whatever Urban used to call small it. unit cohesion. Yeah, that type of thing. Like, I think that probably serves him pretty well. I mean, you, his guys love him. I'll tell you, he's that. awesome. Like, I love him. I told Paul, I go, dude. 
I got, he was on our staff in Detroit. Like I played on a team where he was our DBs coach. He's a good coach. He is smart. He relates really well to players. There's no reason why I would think he was not a good recruiter. And when you're a defensive backs coach, like dude, you're recruiting really, I mean, your nickel and your two outside guys. It's not like, like, Oh line, that would suck. Yeah. Cause you've got to bring in a lot of dudes There's and you got to coach a lot of guys. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas D backs like, Hey, if you go get three really good players every year at corner, Awesome. Yeah, and like, he, he's certainly done that. And the thing that you've seen now is the complete rebuild of that cornerback position since he took over. Um, you know, he took a lot of heat a year ago in his first year back because the corners were thin and they were not uh, very healthy. And so people that's thought, all his fault. I, so people thought they weren't good. Fault, people, yeah. people thought they weren't good, but they were just not healthy. And then we saw what they were this past year. And now you add in Bryce West and Aaron Scott and Miles Lockhart. You main, you know, you bring back. He was integral in bringing Caleb Downs in too, and integral in bringing Jordan Hancock back and Denzel mm-hmm. Burke back. Mm-hmm. Like these guys like him. Yeah, it is. And then you have Jermaine Matthews and what he's capable of doing as a sophomore. Like that, that group now is probably. I mean, it's crazy to say, but like it may have more top end talent than Brian Hartline's receivers do, and, and that's uh, that's that's a crazy. I was thing. gonna. I was gonna ask him to do some power. That's ranges. a crazy thing, mm-hmm. like for position groups. It may be the best in the country. There's a lot of girth there. Is what it's, you're saying? It's, it's gotten girthy, and it's gotten deep. <laughs> well, deep and girthy. That's pretty legit. Those are not yeah, sure the what kind of rooms you, I like to have. <laughs> not sure what more you can ask for. Yeah, you can uh, ask for both teams to lose in the Super. How much do you think? <laughs> <laughs> how uh, seems unlikely. Since you brought up Hardline there and the, the depth of the wide receiver room. How much do you think that plays into the recruiting for both of those position groups now as you talk about the ability to compete? Iron sharpening iron? Mm-hmm. No, that's just as one man must sharpen another. That's a proverb, okay? And it's also prominently posted in the Ohio State weight room. Uh, but just looking into that, I mean, is that something that guys talk about? Yes. I mean, if you know Jeremiah Smith is at Ohio State and you're – You want to play against that guy? You want to play against that guy. And then – it's not just who you're playing against; it's who you're playing next to. Yeah. And when you are a, a five-star cornerback and you have an opportunity to play another five-star cornerback, and now the five-star safeties are like, actually, wait a second, Caleb Downs just went there. Now maybe it's worth it for me. To, so, like, this is the opportunity to really build. And Ohio State has not done this since probably the I mean, 21 class was kind of down the middle, but since the 2017 class, where it was a class that was predicated or built really around the defense. And and this, I mean, the 2017 class had Sean Wade and Okuda and Chase Young. Chase. And three Browning. three four years in a row, we were sending DBs for top ten you know, picks. They, they had that was a that was a loaded class yeah. on the defensive side of the ball. And th- this 25 class has the chance to do that, which is vital because you're going to lose 47 yeah. starters on defense next year. 47. That's how many there are. That's a lot. Yep. I didn't know that you could be even tough. have 47. That's crazy. You can do whatever you want. You think both teams are going to lose on Sunday? I don't, no, I don't think they are. I'm hoping oh. they are. Who would you, who would you actually expect? <laughs> you know what he play? wants? He wants uh, high winds and rain, and that they call call the fourth quarter. <laughs> like call, yeah, like just the, like, hey, Pebble Beach. like Pebble it's Beach. It's a draw. Can't hey, do it, guys. Go the, back into the locker local room. municipalities down there. Said that it was shelter in place, emergency shelter. workers only. So staging a golf tournament. As a Bengals fan, my Super Bowl. Life and doesn't been, want to talk about golf yeah, yeah. Yeah. Friend, yeah. by the 49ers, yep. and then the they beat Chiefs, them all three times, right? Both times they were in the Super Bowl, or no, they three times they've been in the Super Bowl twice were the 49ers, once were the Rams. The Rams, that's right. That's um, who beat them last. So, and then the Chiefs have, were California. given an opportunity to play in the Super Bowl a year ago over the Bengals by yeah. the NFL. So, <laughs> yeah, that, I was like, Wait, what was it? that's a that's that hurtful. was nice of them. 
So they they put the Chiefs in last year, and the Bengals would have won the Super Bowl last year, uh, you know, had they been given that opportunity. But the Chiefs were given it instead. So um, <laughs> I I don't care for either one of these teams. I hate them both with a, a lot of passion. You know what? I'm going to root for really, the Forty Nine ers. Really hate Andy Reid though. I am rooting for the Forty ers because some they have Nick Bosa and Chase Young. Yeah. And the I Chiefs feel don't. like you and Andy Reid could sit down oh, I, I, over a over a mac and cheese, a, a, buck, and some, a bucket, yeah, not yeah, even a bucket. Like yeah. Do you know oh. my problem with Andy Reid? He has leaned into this Patrick Mahomes, like, I'm just going to ride his coattails thing, yeah. and that bogs the crap out of me. Tell now. me like, one more time, using yeah. the nuggies. <laughs> using them little nuggies. <laughs> he's like, that's so, he's like your grandpa. It's he's out there coaching. Make it up crazy no. plays. I want the Chiefs to lose because I'm tired of seeing Patrick Mahomes in every commercial or Travis Kelsey. He's got a dad commercial. bod. I don't care. He about doesn't that. even care. Is his dad going to be at the game? I don't know. Maybe his dad, <laughs> he might, be, he might maybe not make it. Maybe, yeah, maybe there's something to that. Like if Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes are winning all these rings like that, like maybe you don't need to have a Justin Fields physique. Well, Tom, Tom was that. lean and like fit. I mean, I think Patrick kind of leans in a little bit more just to. He well, was going couple, to Roosters. Lights, yeah. I've watched Hard Knocks. Well, you know, that beer uh, sponsorship he has. Yeah. I've seen him on Hard Knocks knocking back a few uh, silver bullets. I don't oh, think yeah. he's afraid of it, but uh, he's just a natural. Here's a commercial Patrick Mahomes. I'm so tired of seeing him on every freaking television commercial, and now it's him and Travis Kelsey, and now it's him, I Travis wanted- Kelsey, and Andy Reid, and I'm tired of the Chiefs. The Chiefs yeah. can just piss off. So you have fatigue. Go away. You have fatigue. <coughs> I've got chief fatigue. I was hoping to see Travis there with uh, and I don't Taylor like the Niners. I don't like the Niners. I don't like Kyle Shanahan. I don't. Why don't you like Kyle Shanahan? I just, he just looks swarthy. He looks like his dad. <laughs> swarthy. So does, then you know how can you not? I watched this thing with Christian McCaffrey. I like Christian McCaffrey. He's impossible not yeah. to like. So it's, it's and I watched the highlights of his dad. By the way, oh my well, god, be cool that his dad and Shannon yeah. won a Super Bowl. And yeah, now they I, might I like McCaffrey, and I obviously bought everybody on the 49ers offense some golf clubs. Rooting for yeah. Bosa and Chase Young, and so yeah. uh, I'm rooting can't, for the can't buy a suite. We could have another Super Bowl MVP. I mean, you think of how the game lines up. I mean, if the Niners win, I'm guessing it's because Nick Bosa had a heck of a game, or at least their D line collectively. I mean, if you have, if you have two to two and a half sacks, on, on Bosa winning MVP right now, probably like plus twenty five hundred. That's probably a pretty. I mean, there's I probably some good value. That's what she said. There's probably good value in that though. So if he has two and a half sacks, there's a chance that. Yeah, what do we got yeah. over there? One of those falls out, and you know it's a fumble. Yeah, I mean, sack fumble. So it's could, signing day is Wednesday. Uh, it's not important anymore. Outside of the kid, the <laughs> this the, is the old signing it's a one day man that used show. To be. Yeah, this yeah. is the original. That's I mean that's pretty the big OG. though. If you're Ryan, they're having you get to go up and you just have one guy and he's the man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, because on the Is December me okay, high on the problem. Go home. Yeah. In the December signing period, Jeremiah Smith had not officially signed when our press conference was over with Oh Friday. I know. It was going deep so, into the hours. So, People were worried. Presuming we get a press conference on Wednesday, we which do, we're expecting we to. are having a press conference on Is Wednesday. It, official? it will yeah. be Ryan Day's first public press conference since the Cotton Bowl, which was not the most enjoyable press conference Since that I've ever covered. The addition and subtraction of Bill O'Brien. Is well, that what you're saying? The addition and subtraction. Not, of not a lot saying of, that. I'm saying that there has been a lot that's happened. Yeah. And Ryan Day is going to need to probably be available for like two hours. That sounds terrible. Sounds like he's going to give about 15 minutes. How many recruiting questions do you think he'll get? I'm not asking any. So um, I, guess, I guess outside of you, maybe Dom Kirk. So what, what are they spending their time? They're out recruiting right now, the 2025 class mostly then. Like, that, what do you do in January? Because you're not really... Well, today, today starts the next uh, dead period, so they're done for the next month. But until today. Um, just been evaluating on the road. And they've been 
visiting kids all over the country. It's the whole staff mm-hmm. just out um, making sure. It's interesting they're doing like a group approach this year. Mm-hmm. So instead of having individual coaches just travel by themselves, they're basically traveling in pods to, to – Small unit cohesion. Mm. <laughs> it's paid off. I mean, it's paid off in a big theme way. Of the show. Yeah. Because when when just Matt Guerrero, no offense, Matt, you know, but you're new and people yeah. don't know who you are. When just Matt Guerrero shows up in a school wearing Ohio State surf, it's pretty cool because you're like, oh, Ohio State's here. Cool. Who but, are you? But when it's <laughs> Matt Guerrero and James Laurinaitis mm-hmm. and, and Tim Walton and Jim Knowles showing up, then it's like, holy crap, they really brought out, you know, everyone for me. And that, that's paid off. There have been a lot of really positive responses from kids around mm-hmm. it. They're allowed to talk to kids now on these visits. Wait, uh, not just the random bump-ins? Bump. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, hey, you're at school today. All right. Well, that's weird. Yeah, I didn't know you were going to be let me, go get, let me go get him. We'll just yeah. randomly run into each other. I've been sitting in your coach's office for four hours, <laughs> yes. and now here you are. So English test. So, wow. so, so, since it's not just the bump, like, these vet, these visits are actually important, um, and, and it's, it's paid off. So now they get the next month to prepare for spring ball, but January is just about – evaluating and watching kids work out, watching kids play basketball, seeing who can move the way, you know, when you're looking at offensive linemen and stuff, you're seeing if they can move and as opposed to just playing football or throwing weights around. So it's a good month. You brought up James. Have we hired him yet? I haven't seen anything. Still, no, they're, they're still, still kind of waiting and seeing. Nine, nine coaches is, on staff. There is still a accountable still. full-time position available yes. on Ohio okay. State. But he, he wrapped up the month as one is the accountable coach on yes. the road. <laughs> yes. Um, but now, who knows, you know. Maybe and well, a lot, could, a lot could happen here, it seems, this week. So, could James yeah, I mean, be offensive coordinator? <laughs> I, I don't think that would be the right me. decision. Him and Brian. Bill Belichick. Oh, I mean, you just bring guys flip-flop, yeah. snip-snap. Yeah, I mean, it's football. That, snip, snap, that really snap. wasn't working out great for Belichick at the end when he's like, you it know what? Seems so. Let's just see I, what Matt Patricia can do over there. I yeah, think James Warnitis uh, is another. We were talking about this on the podcast daily this morning about <laughs> this recipe of Tim Walton as a, as a coach and Playing at Ohio State. Did you know that James played for Tim? Uh, in St. Louis, yeah. Yeah. So Just ask his tattooist. When, when you have this recipe of, of a guy who played at Ohio State but then spent time in the NFL either as a coach or a, a player, like a, a legitimate career in the NFL, not someone who was there for a cup of coffee, which, you know, whatever. It's, it's a big accomplishment, but, like, as a recruiter, that doesn't ha- that doesn't carry the same weight to a kid as a kid who – as a guy who had a 12-year NFL career, right? Like, it's different. And then he comes back and is a coach at Ohio State. Like, that is – that's becoming a really, really great recipe for recruiting success for Ohio State. And I wonder, Bob, when are you going to be a full-time hey, defensive come line coach? Strength coach. You and Schlegs and they're juicing You played defensive <sighs> line at Ohio State. We have been talking That is true. I did actually see That is true. That's We have been talking for months about the Coming off for the a, edge. For, for a, a, a coach to work alongside Larry Johnson to learn the ropes and that when are you going to stop being lazy and start contributing on, to this program Sounds that you terrible. claim to love? Sounds yes. so terrible. You got to do it. Like, that seems like so much work right now. I'd love to go recruiting this weekend, self. but I can't. I got to hang out with Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. I would. I'm, I mean, it wouldn't be bad. So I would. I would not mind coaching. I would probably really enjoy it. Especially part of it's like the guys you coach there with. They've got a good staff. Like I, Tim Walton is phenomenal. Uh, I love James. I think Jim Knowles does a good job. Like they, they have a good staff there. Like Hardline, like it, you get a good group of guys. It's easy to work hard and work longer hours, especially when you're recruiting and having that type of success. Yeah. Because you like dealing with the recruits when they put you in, in FaceTime. Oh, with I have a pretty good record with that too. Yeah, by the so way, I, I'm just saying it may be time. It, might, it makes sense for 
Let's We've enjoyed going. having you on the show, oh, Bob. On, on Wednesday, you guys throw that out to uh, Ryan. And it's just, time to go. Know, hey, is there any thoughts? Hey, on will, hey did I, you talk to Bob in the weight room this morning yeah. about <laughs> taking over? I don't know. I would love. Oh, that, I would love to hear you ask that question. If one of one of you guys ask it, no, you know, why Bobby not? Used to put his hand in the ground. Why not? This is Burn's idea. It's not mine. Then I mean, Burn, ask the question. You basically played defensive line. I'll in tweet the NFL at him too. I mean, I did a lot of stuff. Man, I was. I have really good coaches. I've played a bunch of different schemes. Like, whatever you want to do. I mean, I'm just saying. Makes sense. Makes some sense. I'm just Julian saying. That's probably where we need to wrap this up. This has been Bob's last show. This is our last show for uh, two weeks because we're not going to be here next Monday because I'm on vacation. You guys are on vacation. And we don't want to have this show with just Austin and Bill. We could, though, but we won't. Yeah. Nicole will also be gone. Excuse me. I don't have a voice. Um, We'll be out the next two because then we're on the Buckeye Buckeye Cruise as well. Yeah. So I'll we'll, be back for that. We'll we'll get to that one. We'll figure that out when we get there. But we're gonna. Where are you going, going on vacation, bro? Uh, Key West. Hey. Oh, there you go. We'll be down also, there. When are you going to be there? Oh, next week. Uh, yeah. Sunday through Friday. Yeah. Um, to wrap it around to the. Very are point, you driving? No, no. no. We're, Come on, we're, it's, no, you, we're, you we're can flying. actually drive there. It's an flying, island no, you can drive we're, to. We're flying to Miami and driving to Key West. No, but it's an island that you realize you can drive all I, the way I there. I know, but that's that's a waste of multiple like days. Four days. He's wasting four hours. Driving down from I Miami. Wanna, I want to have a, a vehicle. I've I, heard that's fun. You to don't do. need a vehicle. Have you don't need, have it's you nice. ever been there? My wife has, but I haven't. You, but see, I don't you care. stop off on the I way want, down and uh, fish a little you, you will never, once you get there, no. to get into a vehicle. That's okay. No. What if there's a The only thing you'll coming? do is to get into drive it off the drive it into a tree. If there's a, if there's a random hurricane that pops up, I can get the hell out of Dodge. In January? February? Whatever month it is? Global climate change, Bob! It's great. Hey, a I'm all in right here. So, lean in. It's 50 degrees outside. So I wanted to bring this back it. to the Played start of the show. Yesterday. More gas. <laughs> I wanted to bring this back to the start of the show. Um, you told I, me to end the show. I, I sat down on Friday night with my wife. And made her watch Rocky for the first time. The first one. Hey, yeah. good for you. She'd never seen them. Because it was like movie of the year. I mean, there's a lot it was, of... And she was, she was like, okay, if this sucks 10 minutes in, I'm turning it off. And I'm turning on something. It was like a love story. And I was like, I'm like, cool, go ahead. It's not going to suck. You're not going to hate it. And then when it's over, she's like, that was awesome. When when we watch the second one? Yes. <laughs> I did that with my Wait, wife. She didn't fall asleep? Ago, yeah. No, she did not fall asleep. She was awake through the whole thing, which is a rarity for her watching <laughs> Just tell her, wait till you get to four. <laughs> no. Man, well, that's, he can that's the best one. And he can change. Yeah. Everybody can change. change. I haven't seen the first one in totality in a long no. time. Not not yeah, ever. Yeah, just because yeah, okay, yeah. it's a long movie. Yeah. I was reading about... Yeah. And it's a movie, not just training and him fighting. Carl, him. Weathers, <laughs> Carl Weathers getting that job. So good. He got that job because he told Sylvester Stallone he sucked at acting. Yeah. He told that guy. He was was reading the part with Stallone, not (laughs) knowing that Stallone was the actor. (laughs) He was was the director and the writer, and so he thought he was just reading it with him. And he's like, if, if you got, and he's like, I don't know if this audition really was good. If you give me someone who's a better actor, it probably would come across better. And Stallone was like, that's something Apollo would say. So we want you for the job. He was perfect in that role. Worked out well, yes. Thank you to Nicole Cox and Roosters for having us in here to uh, record the Horseshoe Lounge again. We'll figure out the schedule for the coming weeks. Ooh, yeah. Come in tomorrow. Fried mushrooms. Fried, fried mushrooms. fried mushrooms. Let's go. Unless the Zwick family has eaten them all. Appetizer Thursday. Get your 20% off on Sunday for catering for the big game. 11 to 3. And enjoy the big game. For Bill Landis, Justin Zwick, Bobby Carpenter, Jeremy Birmingham. I'm Austin Ward. We'll talk to you later.